it's amazing how when you leave employment you can suddenly start saying yes to things that you couldn't before and that's when the interesting stuff happens. Welcome to Can We Have It All? Real conversations on navigating your 30s and 40s, leaving the nine to five and being a working mum, inspiring you to take that leap to do what you truly want to. So hi guys, I'm Holly, Holly Wood, aka Holly Goes Lightly, and I've been a blogger for about seven years now. I also run my own business, Weblog UK, which was grown out of Weblog North and founded the Northern Blog Awards. So I guess I could be deemed a mum boss, still deciding whether I like that term or not. And yeah, I left my nine to five about four years ago now on my first maternity leave. So that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. And the guests that I bring on here will be people who have their own journeys of leaving a more traditional kind of working environment and pursuing their own creative careers. So for episode number one, I thought I'd bring on my partner in Weblog Crime and good friend Kat Horrocks who is queen of podcasts and yeah it's my first one so I'm nervous and I need a little bit of somebody who I love to bounce back and maybe interview me a little bit because you're good at that aren't you Kat? I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Hi guys. Yeah I have my own podcast and I love podcasts so I'm really excited just starting one. Yay. Yeah it's been a little... A little thing that I've wanted to do for a while. So yeah, here we are. So, should we kick off then? You know, someone might be just discovering you from this podcast. Yeah. Let's go back to before you started your own business. Tell us a bit more about your story. Okay. So, I won't go back to, well, I don't know how far (laughs) to go back, but all the usual, all the usual kind of you know, school, uni and all of that. I'm from London originally and um, followed my then boyfriend, now husband, up north um, and relocated to Manchester about eight years ago. And it is 100% my home. It's just my spiritual place. Bloody love Manchester. I think it's great. Um, And so never looked back and have been up here since then. And I was working in my background's events and I've been a wedding planner and worked in corporate events and brand events and really enjoyed my job for the most part, but didn't enjoy the kind of the daily grind, the not necessarily being able to choose who your clients are and working with difficult people and (laughs) to say the least. And that's a whole probably podcast in itself. But, you know, kind of really craved that freedom. I started blogging as a hobby Actually, it started as a bit of an online CV where I was kind of documenting the events and the weddings that I was pulling together and didn't really, it was way before blogging was ever a thing. It was almost like a bit embarrassing to be a blogger and definitely before people would take pictures of their food. So Instagram didn't exist, none of that. And yeah, I kind of did it as a bit of a thing on the side, a bit of a creative release and then realized that it felt like blogging was starting to happen in London and some of the kind of, I guess, the commercial side of blogging was starting to to kind of form. And there were some big bloggers out there making a lot of money. But there wasn't much going on in the north. And it certainly didn't feel like anybody else was really doing it in Manchester, although there would have been. But I didn't know how to find those people. And I wanted 
really if I'm honest to make friends I wanted to make friends who didn't roll their eyes when I said I was a blogger who wanted to like go and take outfit shots of each other you know that sounds really dodgy but you know what I mean like go and take photos of each other for your blogs not I didn't have a professional photographer husband to follow me around so it started off with me looking for people who are kind of like-minded and that was kind of the very very early stages of we blog north I sent a tweet to see if there was anyone in Manchester who was up for having a drink and chatting about Twitter and blogging a few days later there was 20 of us um meeting up in a pub and just chatting about and not feeling silly chatting about all things blogging and then me being me and being in events I had to create a little brand out of it and kind of regular kind of meetups and that was the start of we blog north and I continued doing that once a month once every couple of months as a pure kind of hobby thing and it was only when I was made redundant on my first maternity leave which is quite common apparently that I sort of pursued maybe making a bit of a business out of what was a hobby so that's kind of a nutshell I think (laughs) yeah and that's how we met isn't it yes yes Kat came to one of her was it the first one or the second one I don't think it was the first no it wasn't the first the first yeah wasn't there that was when Laura brought her spatula so you remember that (laughs) no she'll know what that means not (laughs) always made my day (laughs) now you came to I think like the second one yeah it was definitely one of the early ones years ago yeah and it was and I still remember that and it's a real testament to what I guess has always kind of been the undercurrent of everything we do with we blog north is that it's community and it's like based on building building friendships and actual relationships and that's what I wanted from it first and foremost and the fact that we're sat here now like best buds you know business partners and it just goes to show and I remember you saying that you you're more introverted than I am for sure and you kind of put yourself out of your comfort zone coming to that first meetup didn't you so it just goes to show that sometimes you know get out of your comfort zone and good things can happen love it yay so obviously I work behind the scenes at Weeblog North and now Weeblog UK so I kind of know this answer. Yeah, but yeah. for anyone who's, who might not know or is new, well, you're going to go more in depth on this, I'm sure, at different points in the podcast. But I would love you to share maybe the resources and support that you had in the beginning to be able to take that leap. Because I'm sure a lot of people want that, but maybe aren't sure of the steps in between that need to be in place. Yeah, to be in place. Uh, Yeah, I think, and I think this is something that obviously with the various guests I have across this podcast, everybody will have a different feeling about taking that leap and leaving regular employment, in inverted commas, you know, kind of leaving the nine to five. For me, I've been lucky that the hubby and I kind of did all of that sort of grown-up stuff quite early so we got married fairly young and we got on the property ladder fairly young so all of that kind of stuff we kind of boxed off and put ourselves into loads of debt really early but kind of got that side of things boxed off and secure we'd both been working so and my hubby was working so when it happened for me it was when I was on maternity leave and it was a paid maternity leave so there was this kind of you know a security blanket of having a bit of time financially to kind of think well this is probably my time my excuse the kick up the bum to actually try this now because as soon as I'm back off maternity leave and back into regular employment I'm going to be back in that cycle of 
it's too hard to leave being on maternity leave it's amazing how you get used to having no money basically because you very quickly end up on statutory um which is probably a lot less money than you've been used to living on and you actually realize how little you need so for me yes I had the security of a hubby who was working which definitely helped but I think the feeling of needing to do my own thing outweighed the kind of risk at that time and I thought right I'm just going to try it I realized how little I needed to live on so in my head I forgot what my salary was and just thought actually my salary is now just paying the bills and doing that kind of basic stuff so definitely the more important thing for me was having support kind of mentally and emotionally and I think that's where my hubby who's also kind of is well he's an entrepreneur he always understood that kind of desire in me to want to carve my own thing and I think that's really helpful and if you don't have that at home then that's where finding your tribe your community your best buds can really help because if somebody doesn't get that it's really hard to kind of take that leap on your own take that leap of faith so yeah having kind of people like well you'll remember you were one of our key almost like committee of weblog back then it was weblog mcr members who i said to you guys is this a thing like could would you be interested in more events would you be interested in learning and community stuff and i knew i put that kind of bit of market research in place so i knew that there was a kind of demand and desire for it so yeah i'm kind of waffling a little bit now but i think i you know took some steps to know that there was a business idea there but i didn't have a business plan I didn't have like, I didn't know what the business was going to look like, but I knew I wasn't happy in where I was in my previous job. Something had to change. So with some support from the hubby and a little bit of financial kind of buffer for a couple mm. of months. And I mean, I'm talking like a couple of months, not not a lot of money. I just thought I've got to go for it. Yeah, that's and, really inspiring. Yeah, I think that's the reality. You don't have to have loads of money to start your own business, especially now. You know, these days the people can set up a business in their living room. And I think that's the thing that I realized quite quickly was not as scary as I thought it was. It's like, okay, I need to get a bit organized, I need to get a bit savvy, but you don't need like an investor or, you know, maybe if you've got an invention or something. But if you're looking to start a service that you can you can provide from yourself and from your knowledge, actually it's a lot less scarier than you might think. Okay, so I think that'll be really encouraging for people especially if they're struggling with the financial side of things maybe there's a lot of worry and anxiety yeah, I there. Think there is yeah and also the flip side of what you said which is finding your tribe and the community of people who get it because a lot of people aren't doing this because they'll speak to their mum and their mum's like what why would you do that yeah. why would you leave your job why well, would you it. let and go of your income I think most people it's changing a bit now but especially sort of if you look at the generation of maybe our parents or you know those peers that are slightly older are so used to working the nine to five we're almost kind of it's ingrained in our culture isn't it I think in this country particularly that you know you leave school you leave uni and you get a job and then you might rent somewhere you might get a mortgage and then you're in this like cycle of I can't be without salary I can't be without sick pay I can't be without my annual leave and actually 
that is I think it's that idea in our head that stops us from doing things and it's only when you kind of look at maybe other countries other cultures that are working differently and working more you know proactively and working for themselves that you think hold on if other people are doing it it can't be that alien a thing and I think you know I touched on earlier that sort of realizing that you can live on a lot less than you think you can so you get used to a salary and if you're anything like me I will live to my means like if I have a salary I will spend it and I still end up at zero every month and you know if I got a pay rise I'd find something to spend that little bit extra on and still think I've got no money at the end of the month but when I was on maternity leave and when you do you know you have a bit of financial support depending on your arrangement with your employer but at some point you will go back to statutory which is like 100 odd quid a week so it's something like 400 something a month that you get on statutory these days you kind of realize oh so right those kind of leisurely lunches go dropped that and you know maybe we don't get a takeaway twice a week dropped those and and actually those essentials you don't need to spend as much and you can live on less and I think once your mind has been retrained into that your idea of what a salary is changes so I don't need it to be what it was before because actually there's other things that are more important now which is for me flexibility and being with my family more and well-being which is a whole other podcast in itself which I know you'd be great at talking to me about um so yeah I just think it's kind of you can ask advice and there will be a lot of people who go you're mad how can you leave a salary and they're the people who will stay in those jobs and they're happy with that and that's fine it's not saying that being in a salary job is wrong but if there's if you've got an inkling that you want to do something different then you've got to go with it because only you can make that decision so that's where finding a community who feel the same can really lift you and motivate you and give you that boost and that's what I found with Weblog and you know and I was lucky that my hubby was the same yeah and I think that sort of scrappy hustle mindset is great to have anyway if you're going to be starting a business because you do kind of have to do bits and bobs of everything in the beginning don't you? Well that's it and it's amazing and I say this to people still now it's amazing how when you leave employment you can suddenly start saying yes to things that you couldn't before and that's when the interesting stuff happens so like I said I did not have a business plan all mapped out I had something that I enjoyed doing I knew there was a bit of a commercial element to it But as soon as I didn't have a job to go back to, I could say yes to that coffee with that person. I could have a meeting with that entrepreneur over there or that person who's really up for collaborating. I'm just going to do it. Whereas before I wouldn't have been able to because I would have had to have gone to work or I'd be too exhausted from a week at work. So it's amazing the opportunities that arise when you can actually say yes. Absolutely. So let's go into what people can expect from the podcast maybe touching on the realities of working for yourself and running a business and what are people going to get out of the interviews and the chat? I think thank you for asking that because I think with the podcast for me and what I looked for when I was kind of taking this leap was I want real life experience I want you know I'd I'd signed up to those courses that were a few hundred quid and were from somebody making six figures out of their armchair you know and they're great and I'm not saying anything against them but I was doing this and then realizing quite quickly well that's that's not the path I'm taking and and I can't see that I'm going to be a millionaire this time next year all I want to do is be able to have 
two days a week with my daughter, uh, pay for her nursery, the other three, and kind of pay my bill- bills. And that's where I was at. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in the real stories. And what I found hard to find was somebody who would actually say say it like it is and it took me to go to a couple of networking events and actually I got without being kind of crass I asked questions you know I said there was somebody really seemingly super successful doing what they wanted to do and I was like are you earning a salary out of your business yet and I remember and she looked at me and she was like no I'm not and but she was still doing it and she was still surviving and still living and loving her job and it clicked and I thought well there's somebody in front of me who I know you know who I've deemed super successful and I went off in my own world and thought well she must be a millionaire but actually she wasn't and that for me was a really good thing to know because she was happy she was like living life she was earning enough money and she was doing something she loved which was growing and maybe one day she will be a millionaire but the actual reality of it was it's really difficult in those first few years and for most people you don't just jump to six figures you know in which a lot of these kind of coaching type coursey things profess that you know this time next year you'll be earning six figures too and so on this podcast I think more real more people who are actually doing it people who are still figuring it out and chat about the steps they put in place what they're doing now and the reality of it all and I think things that can actually hopefully be practical inspirational tips for anybody out there who's worried about leaving their nine-to-five or who thinks there's something niggling at the back of their head that they want to do something different you know that they might get that one piece of information or that key kind of inspiration like I did to go oh actually I can do it and it's far more approachable than you think and it's far more approachable than a lot of people like you to think do you know what I mean I think lots of people who are really successful like Mm -hmm. you to think they've got loads of money and that you know it's almost that kind of secret we can't talk about it and I actually think we're stronger together and the more we talk and share things and collaborate with things and ideas the better we're going to be and particularly with women and I just think if somebody asks me a question I try and answer it as honestly as I can so that's what this is going to be about yeah it's like a peep behind the curtain for yeah. want of a better phrase that's a really yeah. creepy thing to say yeah yeah, of yeah like it is a your, bit <laughs> your like instagram faves or yeah you know hashtag mum bosses you follow on instagram exactly. already or online that you admire it's getting to know yeah. their real story and what yeah. they've actually done and there will be I've got you know some amazing guests lined up already and it will be people who are in a similar industry to me but it'll be people who are in a totally different industry as well so it's not just about content creators and and bloggers there will be you know somebody who started their own interior design business or somebody who's started a catering you know thing on the side around their kids and you know people that have fallen into things and then people that have really kind of planned and made sure certain things have happened so There'll be lots of different journeys on this podcast and hopefully, um, yeah, you guys will find something inspiring. Well, I know I'm excited to listen to it. Yay. So thanks for listening, everyone. And you can find me at hollygoeslightly.co.uk and also on Instagram at underscore hollygoeslightly. And that's where I hang out a lot. You can also find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and please subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode. And if you like it, please give me a rating and give me a review so others can find it too.